Welcome to the Uncomplicating Weight Loss Podcast. My name is Eva Rodriguez, proud Latina, single mom, and certified integrative nutrition, health, weight loss, and mindfulness coach. I'm passionate about teaching women how to balance being busy and healthy without complicated rules or restrictions. On this podcast, I'll be simplifying weight loss concepts and mindset shifts so that you can be confident in your curves. It won't always be easy, but it doesn't have to be complicated. Before we dive into today's episode, I just wanted to remind you of the free weight loss resources that I have on my website, www.eva.fit. Be sure to take a moment to head on over there and grab my free EFT for weight loss video or take my weight loss quiz to help you figure out what steps you need to take to kickstart your journey. This puts you on my email list and I'm always sending my email list exclusive goodies like meal plans, promo codes, tips, and hacks. Lots of good stuff. So head on over to www.eva.fit. In today's episode, I'm going to break down the concept of fat adaptation, which just means getting your body to burn fat as fuel instead of burning sugar as fuel. I'm going to keep this as simple as possible and try to avoid all the scientific terms for the purpose of this episode because it can get a little complicated. The theory of fat adaptation is that the only way to get fat off your body is to use it for fuel, meaning the fat on your body becomes the preferred source of fuel and you start burning fat instead of sugar. If you're constantly eating sugary foods, your body never has a reason to go to the fat storage. So you're going to be constantly burning sugar instead of fat. The reason why is because sugar is easy for our body to access and our bodies like to be efficient. Why would it bypass the easy access sugar it has available and go look for fat storage, right? It doesn't work that way. So we need to make sure that we're making our fat storage easily accessible instead of our sugar storage. Weight loss is all about hormone balance, specifically the hormone insulin. You'll know that your insulin is balanced when you eat food, your body stores the fat from the food, and then accesses the fat and burns it for fuel, and the cycle repeats. But when your insulin is unbalanced, here's what happens. You eat food, your body stores the fat from the food, and then you eat food, and your body stores the fat from the food, and then that's the cycle that repeats. It's never burning the fat from the food that you ate. Next thing you know, you have excess fat on your body. So why does this happen? It's because you're likely eating too much sugar, too much flour, and too often. And this makes you a sugar burner. When you eat sugar, your insulin goes up. Insulin is a storage hormone. So when insulin goes up, we are in fat storing mode. Sugar, flour, and eating too much too often creates this cycle of eating and storing and eating and storing. So we never give ourselves the chance to access all of the fat fuel that's already in our body because we're eating and storing fat on top of that. For example, do you know anyone that exercises a lot but doesn't really lose weight? I see this so much when I go to the gym. I see the same people over and over and over again and they look the same as they looked three months ago, six months ago. This is why. They're not burning fat, just sugar. If you think about the motivational triad, which is to seek pleasure, avoid pain, and be efficient, we've evolved to basically keep extra fat on our bodies, unfortunately. 
We seek pleasure by eating food. And when we eat foods with sugar and flour, our brain gets that dopamine hit, which just makes us want even more. Sugar and flour give huge dopamine surges. It's a huge surge of pleasure that we get, very similar to cocaine in a concentrated form. Now, naturally occurring sugar, like from an apple, for example, it releases dopamine slowly. But if you're drinking apple juice, that's concentrated, right? It's a much more intense surge of dopamine that you're going to get. Man-made foods are concentrated, and that's what causes that dopamine surge. And that is what throws off our hormones. We also never really need to be hungry anymore, right? We've evolved to a place where we don't have to be hungry or deprived or even uncomfortable, right? So we avoid pain very easily. You know, you order food, it's at your doorstep in 30 minutes. You know, you don't have to go hunting for it, right? We have so much convenience that we avoid pain very easily and our bodies seek efficiency. So sugar is more efficient for our body to use, and that's where it goes to get its fuel, leaving the fat stored in places like our midsection, thighs, and arms. It's actually really easy to figure out whether you're sugar adapted or fat adapted. If you're sugar adapted, that means that glycogen is the preferred fuel source for your body, which is probably why you get hangry. You're likely eating more often and more food than your body actually needs. Your body is not accessing fat for fuel because you have plenty of sugar on board. Also, since you're likely eating a lot of sugar and flour and eating often, you're raising the insulin in your blood all day long. If you're fat adapted, that means that fat is the preferred fuel source for your body. Your body is conditioned to seek the fat because it knows that it's not going to get sugar and flour or get fed every two hours, for example. So it gets really good at accessing the fat already in your body. You're fat adapted if you can go a long time without getting hungry, you eat less often, and you're not eating sugar and flour. Now let's talk about why sugar and flour are so detrimental to our weight loss journey. Because whenever I tell my clients, we got to cut down on sugar and flour, they give me so much resistance. We literally have to coach through this. Some of my clients, I have to coach them on this every single week. It's not the easiest thing to do, I understand. But the problem with sugar and flour is that it's concentrated in ways that our body is not used to. It gives you a constant dopamine hit and the body becomes insulin resistant. You get a surge of sugar in your blood, which is compensated by a surge of insulin in your pancreas. Insulin increase prevents fat access. Too much insulin creates insulin resistance. Your blood sugar surges and drops, which cause cravings because now your brain and your body are reacting to the hormonal imbalance. And sugar and flour are extremely fattening. I know there's this huge myth that fat is fattening, but it's not true. Fat is not fattening. Sugar and flour are fattening. So if you want to go from being a sugar burner to being a fat burner, meaning you're fat adapted, which is what you want to be, here's three simple steps to become fat adapted. Number one, eliminate sugar and flour and replace it with healthy fats. Number two, stop snacking. Snacking is actually an emotional event. You don't need to snack throughout the day. You're choosing to snack throughout the day. Number three, stop eating all the time. It's recommended that you skip meals. So that basically means intermittent fasting. 
And I know some people freak out when I talk about fasting. And I have an episode on intermittent fasting. It's actually episode five. So if you haven't listened to that one and you're afraid of fasting, go ahead and listen to it because I go into more details on how to make it work for your lifestyle. But there's no reason to freak out when I bring up fasting, right? You're already fasting when you go to sleep. So the easiest way is to just extend your fast as far apart as you can so that your insulin can drop and your body can access the fat that it has stored for fuel. If you're hungry when you're fasting, it's because your body is used to being a sugar burner. You haven't become fat adapted yet. So you have to teach your body how to access the fat that it has stored. It's definitely a process. But Eva, what if I starve? (laughs) So I do get this question when I bring up fasting and Sometimes people freak out because they're like, what if I starve? And the reality is you're not going to starve, okay? Studies have actually shown that you have at least 63 meals on your body before your body will go into actual starvation. Now, if you have a history of eating disorders, please see a professional that specializes in eating disorders before you start thinking about fasting or doing anything like that, okay? Just wanted to put that out there because it would be irresponsible not to. Another question that I hear often is, what about my metabolism? Now, actually, when you become fat adapted, your metabolism will go up. And when you start eating to balance your hormones, it creates a much more efficient metabolism. So if you really think about it, what I'm asking you to do is cut out sugar and flour, which is basically processed foods, right? When you cut out sugar and flour, processed foods, what are you left with? You're left with clean foods, whole foods, foods that your body actually knows how to metabolize. Because remember, your body doesn't know what to do with concentrated foods and with artificial sweeteners that were created in a lab. Now let's talk about why eating all the time is a problem. And by eating all the time, I mean snacking, grazing, you know, grabbing a little bit of this, a little bit of that throughout the day, eating every two to three hours, which is what some people suggest. I know there's like a three hour diet where you eat every three hours or whatever. And, you know, if you've been listening for a while, I don't follow any of those philosophies. But here is why eating all the time is a problem. Let's start with insulin persistence. The more you eat, the more insulin in your blood all the time. When you're eating all the time, you are in a perpetual sugar adaptation mode, which makes your body become better at storing fat versus accessing fat. When you're eating all the time, you're always thinking about food. When you're eating all the time, you have inconsistent blood sugar. And when you're eating all the time, you have more cravings, more over hunger, more over desire, which causes constant eating and overeating. So if you think about a car and if you think about food being fuel, you don't go to the gas station four times a day, right? That's not efficient. You just go when your car needs fuel. Same thing with food. You only need to eat when you're hungry and then you stop eating when you've had enough. It's super basic, right? Now. I know all of what I'm saying right now sounds very simple, but it's not easy and it will probably be difficult to follow through on. The reason is when you cut out sugar and flour, you will have cravings and withdrawals for probably two to six weeks. But once you get past it, you don't have to ever deal with it again. The other thing that happens when you cut out sugar and flour and you stop eating all the time is you become a lot more aware of your body. You become more aware of your hunger cues, more aware of your emotions. 
when you stop eating for pleasure, you have to learn to start managing your emotions. This is not always comfortable. This is, again, a lot of the mindset work that I coach my private clients on comes from this. Because once we cut out all of these things that we're seeking pleasure in that are only giving us false pleasure, we have to start thinking about and facing all of the real shit that we're trying to escape with food. And that brings up negative emotions and negative emotions are uncomfortable, right? So all of a sudden you're going to find yourself front and center with all of the things that you may have been avoiding by seeking pleasure, right? Going back to the motivational triad. So you're probably going to feel a little bit deprived. You might feel frustrated. You might feel anger. You might feel doubtful. You're going to feel a lot of shit. And this is why learning how to manage your emotions is so key in the weight loss process. You have to be willing to experience the negative in order to have the discipline to create what you want in your life. And that's just the reality. There's so many benefits to fat adaptation. Number one, your body was designed for it. It was not designed to process sugar and flour and process foods. So that's why your body's always confused. It's like, what do I do with this? What am I supposed to do with these chips and this Diet Coke and all this bread? When you're fat adapted, your body becomes efficient at burning fat and not storing it. That's how you start losing weight. That's one of the reasons why my clients drop weight so fast is because once they're in fat burning mode, it's smooth sailing from there. Fat adaptation makes you insulin sensitive instead of resistant meaning that you need very little insulin to store fat. And remember, lots of insulin blocks the ability to access fat stores. When you're fat adapted, your energy stays steady all day and you start to build a lean body with high metabolism and it starts to become effortless after a while. And you'll know that you're fat adapted when you can easily go hours without eating and without being hangry, when you can feel even energy throughout the day, When you become comfortable eating larger quantities of food just less often, which is what intermittent fasting does, that's fat adaptation. And your cravings will be gone when you are fat adapted. So if after listening to this episode, you realize that you're probably a sugar burner, your head might be spinning a little bit. And I'm not saying that you can't ever eat sugar and flour again, because that's the first question that I get when I talk to my clients about this. They're like, You mean to tell me I can never eat bread again? No, absolutely not. I'm not saying that. But let's go back to what are your goals, right? If you want to lose weight and you want to burn fat, then you have to start burning the stored fat in your body. You're going to have to make changes to your nutrition. That's just the fastest way to do it. And it works. Once your body adapts, you can absolutely add certain foods back in. I'm in maintenance mode right now. I eat whatever the hell I want. I don't have any restrictions. I don't deprive myself of anything. But when I was trying to lose weight, I needed to do this. I needed to teach my body to be fat adapted. Oftentimes, what I have found and what my clients have found is that once your body becomes fat adapted, you won't want the sugary and the floury foods anymore. Even my most resistant clients will tell you that because it works. And that's the beauty of this. That's all for today. Bye for now. Thanks so much for tuning in this week and trusting that none of this has to be complicated. At the end of the day, I want you to feel empowered to know that you can have the health, the body, and the life that you desire. 
Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and tag me on Instagram while listening at It's Eva Rodriguez so that I can support you along your journey. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.